welcome back to the World That's Good podcast. This is a special day because I actually have my mom on the podcast again, but this time she's in the studio. What? And we have this amazing setup happening. Looks so good. I love it. Yeah, upgrade. Since the last time you were yep. on the podcast, I probably called you on my phone. Probably. Or <laughs> we did it in your bedroom, your old bedroom we for did, a while. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. And But thankful to be where we're at. This is awesome. Um, so my first question for you is how have you dealt with a lifelong pregnancy brain syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> goodness it's so funny so Sadie we were just talking about how Sadie is going through pregnancy brain which I kind of live with my whole life because I'm super forgetful so I'm like welcome to my world I know and I'm like (laughs) how did you do this like your whole life because I it's driving me crazy I can't remember anything I missed two appointments this week oh my goodness I've called Christian John Luke three times (laughs) in one day (laughs) actually I think it's being a mom like I think I used to say when our kids were little like I am not ADD at all. Like, I just don't have that personality type. But when our kids were little, I was like, people probably think I'm ADD because, like, I can't focus on one thing because you're yeah. always, your brain's, like, so thinking about things. which kid or what you have to do or what did you forget or that's probably what true. activity you have. So you're you're just starting out. But, but yeah. even in the state of, like, I'm thinking about all the work I have to do, but I'm also thinking, like, could I go into labor, like, today? Yeah. Like, you uh-huh. know, so yeah. just in your the mind back of my mind, I'm kind of thinking about other things. Yes. Well, that's, that's not right. really my first question, but uh, what is the best piece of mom advice that you have for me? Okay, best piece of mom advice. This is going to sound really simple. I like it. Stick with me. But here we go. So really, my best piece of advice is just to enjoy your babies and your children. Enjoy every single phase. And why I think it's important is because it's like, you know, it seems simple, but actually like parenting can be hard like nursing is painful and there's a lot of diapers to change and there's a lot of just day to day and I remember times when you're just like okay counting down the minutes till Mm -hmm. they take a nap and you can like sit down for a little bit so I think it is important to like remember to just find joy in your children that's the best gift I think you can give your kids is to just like delight in them and let them know that they are a gift to you and that you love them and Part of that is really just, yeah, finding joy in just the little things. I love that. It actually is really cool because I remember like whenever I started to get older and you hear like people complain about their kids all the time. And I was like, I wonder if my mom thought that about me. But that's a good point, though, because uh-huh. even if you did, you didn't ever make us feel like that. And, like, you didn't ever make us feel like we were, like, a burden. Like, we were just, like, your kids, and we knew that you loved us. So I do remember when all these moms started saying this in front of me, and I was like, I wonder if my mom, like, <laughs> says this kind of stuff. Which, again. I didn't. I did. I yeah. enjoyed every moment with you. Actually, there are times that were hard. There's yeah. no doubt that that's part of parenting. But I do. Um, I did really, you know, I think it's important to be a positive mom, to speak good things over your kids, to say positive things, even in your internal life, you know, as a mom, sometimes if you can get like this, like, oh, this is so terrible and this is hard and this is Mm -hmm. this and this is that. But if you speak things over, even, even over yourself. positivity it makes a big difference I think that's good because I do see a temptation in our generation to it's like for the sake of vulnerability and authenticity Mm -hmm. we actually are just being negative yeah you know yeah and so we're like sharing on Instagram all these things not really realizing that Mm -hmm. we're actually just being quite negative but we we coat that with like vulnerability and authenticity authenticity and like maybe that is vulnerable and maybe it is authentic 
but it's also just negative. Yes. <laughs> and so yes. I think that that is really a good perspective to look at mm-hmm. it and be like, let's just try to be positive and also acknowledge it's hard. So you yeah. can also be vulnerable and say, yeah. this is really hard, but I take delight in who my kids are. Yeah. So that's really good. I think really that's good. a really good observation, Sadie. Yeah. And not that I was always perfect in it. I remember one time specifically, I had four little ones like under the age of six and um I just kind of got into a pattern of like when dad would come home from work or we would see each other for the first time in the day, I would tell him all the bad things that happened that day. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, John Luke and Sadie were fighting and Will and Bella dumped out of the cereal. And <laughs> um, at one point he was like, you know, you're actually really being negative. And it wow. hit me because like, I don't want to be that person at yeah. all. And I remember making a conference, conscious effort to change that because I was mm-hmm. like, this is not reflecting how I feel. Like I really yeah. love being a mom yeah. to these four kids and I enjoy it. But instead, I was just sharing the bad rather than sharing the good, you know. So that was kind of a shift for me. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's probably a like I think that's really a common thing because even in the This Is Us episode remember we were mm-hmm. just watching yes and if anybody watches This Is Us shout out to This Is Us if you're listening you're on This Is Us we love you yes but uh, you were they were talking about how Rebecca was kind of like nagging on the kids and they're so mm-hmm. bad and we finally get a break and then Jack was like stop telling about our kids like they're such yeah. a burden to us so that's so cool um, okay so speaking in terms of social media and just kind of that what I've seen, what I've observed from where we're at right now with like parenting styles, what do you see as like maybe one of the biggest differences between the way your generation went about raising kids and maybe the way that ours is? Yeah. Um, So I would say, I think maybe one of the hard things for y'all is that you're getting to kind of you feel like at least you're seeing how everyone else is parenting. Like you see all the other moms and like how cute they look pregnant or how they, you know. That's true. Or how, you know, they nurse for two years and are they, you see all the details. Not even that, like how they literally work out every day while they're pregnant or they're crushing it. And And they're they're making homemade baby food every single day. And so you're seeing this and I think that spirit of comparison can creep in to motherhood really. Like as moms, like mom guilt, we all talk about mom guilt and have been for a long time because it's a thing. Like you do feel like, oh, am I doing the best for my kids? Am I doing that? And I think now with social media, that can even be stronger and harder. I remember when ours were little, like, we didn't really know what other moms were doing. We were just kind of doing our own thing, yeah. you know? Like, we would show up to church and, like, be like, oh, can you believe she has on heels and she has four kids? Like, that was the only <laughs> comparison was, like, who's wearing the heels at church rather than, like, nice. showing up with, funny. like, hair in a ponytail and, like, barely making it, you that know? Is funny. And their diaper bag was packed perfectly. Yeah. Like, that's the comparison, you know, at church that's on Sunday. Funny. But otherwise, we didn't really have that, I don't think, to the extent yeah. that you guys have it. So I think that's something that you need to – you know, you'll have to really fight against, you know, fight against that comparison and feeling like you're not enough because you're not doing it the way someone else might be doing it. Because God gave you your child. God gave your baby to you for a reason because you're the perfect person for that. You're not going to be perfect, but you're perfect for that baby. And, you know, I think just remembering that, that like, and and our kids don't don't need us to be perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, they need us to be real. They they need us to love them and delight in them. And, feed them and yeah. all those things, but they don't need a perfect parent. They That's have good. that in God. I love that. That's so good. That's been one of the best like pieces of advice I've gotten from so many people, including you over the past nine months is that, you know, you have everything you need in yes. you to be a mom. So like you can Google all night long and yes. you can look up everything and have every app. But at the end of the day, like you're qualified, yes. <laughs> you're equipped, like, because that's how God has made you. 
Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries and thrillers, business and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just not on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500-500. That's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Um, so obviously we probably have people listening who aren't moms. Yes. Right? A lot of people <laughs> listening who aren't moms. And I know this is mom month and we're talking about baby stuff because I will have hopefully by the time this comes out had the baby. Um, but for the girls who aren't moms yet and desire to one day be, maybe they're still even single, they're in college or in high school. How can you start even preparing yourself to consider maybe your future children one day. Because I remember you've said stuff like, when my high school teacher said this, I knew I wanted to adopt. And yeah. I knew that the word was strong and kind. So what are those things that you can intentionally be thinking about towards one day eventually being a parent? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think, um, of course, number one is prayer. Always, you know, start praying for your future spouse. If you're not married yet, start praying for your future children and their future spouses. You know, God is um, in control and um, he is bigger. His plans are so much better than ours. Um, but other than that, you know, I think it's working on yourself because our kids see they see what you do and how you act more than the things that you say to them, yeah. you know? And so when I talk about like even about being strong and kind and wanting that for y'all, mm -hmm. then I was like, oh, that means I have to be that for myself. Yeah, that's good. You know, I have to live that out. Like if we want our kids to be courageous or you want them to be, you want them to be um, generous or you want them to be any of those things, it really has to start with you, you know? Yeah, and as good. a mom, you are really set the tone in your home yeah. for you know, what your kids see and how your kids act. And so, you know, not trying to put all the pressure on you, but yeah. it is, that is a big important thing. So yeah. I think really just kind of working on yourself and making That's sure, good. you know, when you have these 
babies and these children that you're able to kind of show them and model a life that's abundant it's good. in Christ Jesus. I love that. That's so good. All right. So you are really close to all of your kids, <laughs> literally all of us. We are all super close to mom. Not Aww. only are we close, but we all think we're the closest. So we're all, we all would say, oh, no, I'm her best friend. Definitely. <laughs> I, I talk to her the most. Uh, it's just an unspoken competition between the siblings. Um, but that just proves that everybody loves you and feels really loved by you. For those moms who have a lot of kids, um, how do you manage making every kid feel equally loved? Oh, that makes me so happy that you say that. I think that, um, well, y'all all are my favorite. So, <laughs> I mean, I, that's, it, that's true. But um, I think one is time. Like, it does take a lot of time, you know. Um, kids don't just need quality time. They need quantity time. They need time to be able to talk and speak, and they need attention. And um, so I think that's a big part of it. And then also I think it's just like knowing your kids and knowing what they need because yeah. everyone is so different. That's like true. your whole message is live original because dad called you the original. Yeah. But like each one of y'all are so unique and so original and God made you so differently and really just kind of like recognizing that and no- noticing that in each kid. And one thing I tried to do is just like, you know, if I saw a skill or a gift or a talent in you that God put in you, just like connect you with someone else who might yeah. have that gift or talent. That's cool. And I tried to do that for each of y'all, just kind of notice that and call that out in you. That's cool. And so I think that's important, really just trying to get to know each kid, not yeah. treat every kid the same, Yeah. but say like, oh, okay, what is yeah. what are the gifts that God's put in Sadie that's and good. how do I kind of call those out in her? I think that's true for friendships too. Like, if you have a big friend group, it's like, how do you make sure every friend knows that they're loved by you? And I think that comes with quality time, quantity time, but also just knowing what your friend needs. Because mm-hmm. there are some friends, like, I could not talk to for a month, but then I call them and we're, like, right back at it. And yeah. nobody cares. Yeah. There are some friends that if I don't reach out to for a month, that's going to make them sad, mm-hmm. you know? And so yes. just that intentionality is huge. I was just thinking about how your time was – you you did let us in on your time and how we would all come sit at your bed somehow at the yeah. end of the day. Like somehow we'd all end up like on your bed. Yes. And eventually you'd be like, okay, it's time for bed. And none of us would listen. And uh-huh. you'd be like – Okay, it's time for bed. And two minutes later, you'd be like, okay, I'm not even kidding. Everybody get out of the room. So there, there was true. a boundary. There was yes. a line. It was like, okay, come spend time with me, sit in my bed. But it's like, okay, no, actually, I'm not kidding. Yes. I don't want to say it again. That and we'd all true. like scram. But we all like waited till it got to that point. It was like, wait for it, wait for it, run. I would say it nicely a few times. Like, all right, well, good night. Love y'all. And then everyone stay. And I'd be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and like five minutes later <laughs> all right i really do love y'all but leave yeah um okay so there obviously are hard seasons in parenting and we kind of talked about that that that's not negative to admit that it's yeah hard that's real and i mean i can remember putting you through some hard times i mean first of all me and john Luke did fight a lot when we were little <laughs> y'all did we did i mean we became best friends eventually but yes. we we fought a lot and then middle school hit and i was uber dramatic um <laughs> you were a little emotional in middle school i mean yeah. that was just ridiculous i mean to the point where wouldn't it be like if you were wearing an outfit that that you look cuter than me i'm like i'm gonna go put on a better outfit like <laughs> With my mom. It was a problem. Like, I was very dramatic and emotional. Anywho, I got that coming for me maybe in no. about 13 years. Hopefully not. Um, but my my question is, how do you get past those hard seasons of parenting? Because now I feel like 
you you know obviously there's still hard things but you're in a sweet season with a lot of your kids and so how do you press past the hard ones yeah I think it's knowing that it is a season you know now of course where I am now as a grandmother I can look back and be like oh that was such a short time it feels like such a short season that middle those middle school years that I'm like still saying that yeah that's the hardest years with kids I think because all the hormones and everything can be crazy during that time and you had three middle schoolers that was crazy that was crazy and each kid you know like there's certain I think common traits about you know each stage like toddler stage or middle school stage or high school stage but everyone's so different so then as having six kids you have to figure out okay like oh what are they going through Mm -hmm. you were like super emotional and you know and all this and then Bella went through kind of like separating me like she was kind of exerting her independence during that and I was like okay what do I do with that so you do have to figure all that out but I think knowing that it is a season you know I try to live my life that way in a lot of ways be like you know I can do anything for this for a little bit and I know that God's got this and he's going to bring us through it onto the other side and I've seen enough in my life to know that like okay yeah God is faithful Mm -hmm. he will bring us through and so I think just kind of holding to that truth and holding, knowing that, that brings you through those hard times. That's good. It's like that verse that I love, Hebrews 10, 35. So then do not forget the confident trust that you have in the Lord, for that would be richly rewarded. Uh, And then it goes on to say, like, patient endurance is what you're going to need to see the will of God in your life. So it's like, in order to have confident trust in God, you have to have seen him come through. You have Mm -hmm. to see his faithfulness. And then you're like, okay, God, I'm confident that you are going to come through in this season. And I might have to patiently endure this for a little bit, Mm -hmm. but you're going to come through. Yeah. And that applies to parenting, to your marriage, to hard things that you go through personally in your life, you know? So yeah, I think that's an important quality to remember in every aspect of your life. That's good. Okay, so you and Dad, y'all are such a cute couple. Uh, Y'all are so funny. And for those of you who do the Enneagram, you'll appreciate this. Mom is a seven wing eight and dad is an eight wing seven. So firecracker. A little fiery. A little firecracker. Uh, yeah, they they have definitely, y'all aren't uh, going to lie that you've argued a few times in your life. A few times, yeah. Uh, just once or <laughs> twice a day. No, but y'all are so close and y'all's arguments are actually like your love language. Like y'all push each other and you are such a great team. You also have fun together. Y'all play a lot of tennis, a lot of Scrabble go fishing, yes. cook. You, I mean, you're more of an assistant chef, uh, not really like, yeah. I would cook. say cook, you eat. <laughs> you, That's true. You, yeah. you well, he doesn't it. even let me assist. No, he really. wouldn't. But y'all do a lot together, and it's really sweet. Y'all are certainly a team. Um, how do you stay on the same team with your spouse whenever you might disagree on something? Because I feel like me and Christian stepping into parenting, there might be mm-hmm. things that we see things different, but how do we like stay yeah. on the same team? I think that is so important because kids can sense weakness. Like they can sense like where's the where's the weak link or That's who's true. like gonna give on this, you know? And they know it, and they can. It's there. It's uncanny how they can figure that out. Wow. So it is important. So that's to like say. whenever you say like. Oh, I'll just go ask dad because he'll yeah, say yes. Exactly. Yeah. So it is important to say united front, and you're not going to agree on everything at all. But I think it is about respect. Ultimately, is like like I respect you as a parent. You respect me, and I think and I really believe this like so strongly that God gives us two parents because you need that kind of give and take. You need those differences. Dad was a little maybe harder on some things than I would have been, and I was a little harder on some things than he would have been, but we respected one another enough to say, like, you love our children, 
just like all of our children. And like you're doing what you believe is best for them, just like I am. And so sometimes you do kind of have to like say, okay, I'm gonna let you take the lead on this, or you're gonna let me take the lead on this. And it is a give and take, but it's about mutual respect. Yeah. And knowing that like, you know, they don't want harm for your child either. They're doing the best. And perhaps, you know, God has something that they're learning, that your child is learning through that that like he brings to the table that you might not know or realize. Yeah, that's good. So mutual I respect. I think that mutual respect is, is the key to it. And knowing that you it. are actually on the same team. You, you actually are, are going mm-hmm. for the same thing and love the kids the same. Yes. And it's funny because I can remember going to you and like, you were always the first option. And I'd be like, can I do this? And if you said, if you said, go ask your dad, I'd be like, oh no. Like that, that was like, that was like, I just assume it's a no. Like I'm not, I don't even need to take that next step. Except for when it comes to money. I feel like dad was more yeah, free with dad the was $20 bills or yeah. whatever. Yeah. That was more free. And he would even tell us like, hey, there's a 20 in that drawer if you ever need to order pizza. Like, yeah. He was more free. I was more like, nope, your allowance. You already spent it. Yeah. So. Oh, Speaking of allowance, we were laughing so hard the other day because just talking about how John Luke was always just a little bit more smart than me. And um, we did chore chart. And at the end of chore chart, you could either get $5 or an icy. And every week I chose an icy. And John Luke chose $5. And he always had so much money in his safe. And I had $0 to my name, but I had an icy every but week. you love those icy. I love those icy. Yeah. And I probably would have got an icy anyway. I don't, that, was just, that was just a bad so move. Not very strategic. Um, so what has the transition been from going from mom to grandma? Because, you know, you've been mom our whole life. Now you're K-mama. Yeah. Um, does it make you feel old to be bit. a grandma? A little bit. No, I love it. I, I love feel like it. you're thriving I will trade it. being old for being a grandma any any That's day. Awesome. Yes, I love it. It's so much fun. You actually, you it. used to say, I never want to be an old person. You, you said that because you were like, that scares me because it's like, old people it's like it looks hard and then you became a grandma and I heard you say I think I love being old like I I can't wait to Uh be older because I feel like you've seen the blessing in it I have I used to feel yeah I used to feel like oh my goodness I don't want to be like I can't walk and my knees hurt and you (laughs) know like that older person that just can't do anything I just I don't know but now that I'm a grandma now I'm like I want to live to a hundred because I want to see my great great grandkids and it is really a sweet time of life that I am loving yes that's Mm -hmm. awesome and I'm so thankful that y'all are all close so I can see my grandbabies just any moment which is the greatest blessing it is thanks for being on the podcast and for all of your good advice throughout life I'm sure it was funny because whenever I called you yesterday and I was like, so what do you want to talk about tomorrow? And we were, you were like, well, what advice have I given you? And I'm like, today, yesterday, <laughs> like Aww. you give me so much advice. How are we going to narrow this down? Um, but uh, as always, you're just a well of wisdom. So Aww, thank you. I love you, baby. Love you. Cheers to more kids. Woohoo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course, thank you so much Christian for being on. Here. Uh, okay, what was your question? Okay, so my question is basically just any breakup advice you have in relation to faith and God's plan, because I'm a Christian, and just how to continue going about your day when you're not healed from a person you still love who hurt you so much unexpectedly. Yeah. And just like any advice on that. Yeah. Oh, first of all, I know that's so hard. Breakups are never fun, but I always say breakups are never fun, but they always get you to where you're going. 
And had I not gone through the hardest breakups, I wouldn't be here in a happy marriage, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, I think, you know, biblically speaking, and when you're talking about how do I, you know, go about this being a Christian is just really lean on God for your healing. You know, God can heal those wounds in your heart that no one else can. That even if you got back together with this guy and he said every right word, he couldn't even heal your heart the way that God can. God can redeem any situation. Um, And I would just encourage you, um, I actually did a breakup video on YouTube a few years ago. And I would encourage you to listen to it because I talk about this idea of not being bound in bitterness because a lot of times when something like that happens or someone really hurts you, like you can just be bound in the bitterness towards that person, towards what happened, towards your relationship. And that doesn't really help anybody, you know? It doesn't help, that doesn't help you. It doesn't hurt him, you know, by you sitting there and being mad at the situation and I know that's easier said than done but that's where you have to invite God in and just allow him to heal your heart and trust that he has a plan Mm -hmm. and just pray towards that plan say God like this hurt I am not gonna lie my heart feels broken Um, but God I ask that you redeem the things in the situation that hurt and God I ask that you would just lead me along the path towards the one that you have for me Mm-hmm. And that that person would be kind and that he would be strong and he would be intentional and just start speaking those things that, you know, you're asking God for to find in a person. Um, I think that's what mm-hmm. I saw in my life happen. Went through some tough breakups, but each time I just was like, God, heal my heart and get me to where I'm going. And he did both. Mm-hmm. My heart is healed and now I'm in a happy relationship. And so I know when you're in it, it's hard to see you know, the end goal, because you can't. But if you just trust God and see him in the midst of it, when you one day are with your husband or you find the one, or even before then, even when you're just healed by God, you're going to be able to look back and actually thank him for going through the heart that you did so that you're not in the same situation that you would still be in if you hadn't. Yeah, that's good. And you can be super Mm -hmm. authentic and real in your prayers to God and just, you know, talk to him about how, you're struggling and how you're hurting and how this has affected you and 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 because like you said he's going to comfort you more mm-hmm. than a, more than any other human mm-hmm. can comfort you God's going to comfort you he he is our comforter he's our redeemer and he's redeeming all things um so yes yeah, so I just encourage you in, in your prayer life just to be um just completely transparent and real mm-hmm. with God and just ask him to help you in those areas because we don't have to come to God with it all figured out and we don't have to come to him um you know, acting like nothing's wrong and we can come to him just with, um, with all that we have. And Mm -hmm. and if that's what we have, then he's going to, he'll comfort us in that if we ask him to. Yeah. I actually want to share a verse with you. I read two days ago in my Bible reading plan that I'm on. It was from Psalms 42, Psalms 42, five. And to Christian's point about being honest, it says, why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in term oil within me? And so this is a really honest prayer of like, mm-hmm. why am I so sad? Why am I so downcast? But then he says this, the psalmist, he says, hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. So it's like, yes, I'm so downcast right now. And yes, this is really hard, but my hope is in God. And I know that one day again, I will praise him because he's my salvation. And so even in this time where it's hard and it hurts, it's saying like, this is really hard. This really hurts. I'm really sad, but God, I know you're doing something good because I know that you have good things for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. And so take God at his word. I'm sorry you're going through heartbreak, but I'm thankful that you called and I hope that our advice helped. 
Thank you. I've watched so many of your videos and podcasts, and in one of them, I remember you said that time doesn't heal Mm -hmm. and that God heals, and that I've just, like, always remembered that, and I love that. So thank you so much. That's so good. Well, I'm so glad that meant something to you, and that definitely came out of a breakup, that quote. So (laughs) anyways, well, Anna, thanks for calling in. It was so nice talking to you. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Anna. Bye. You too. Bye. We absolutely love whenever y'all ask real questions, whether it's hard or fun or whatever it is. We love getting to answer and speak into your life. Thanks for letting us hold a piece of advice in your own life. I hope that you go on to have a great day today. And don't forget, follow the Woe That's Good podcast on Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and keep up with all the things. You don't have to swipe up for the hundredth time, Christian. But just stay connected. We want to be um, more than just y'all being followers and fans. We want to be friends. So send in your questions and let's get on the call.